it's amazing i mean just to know that all like the product that we do here goes you know all over the world it's just really nice it's a nice feeling i love it this is the real food real people podcast Producing food is rarely just a one woman or a one man show. Like there's a team involved in doing it. And this is definitely true in dairy farming. It takes a lot of people to make this happen. It's not just the person milking the cows or even working the fields. And this week we talk with someone who works in the office at a dairy, but is still, as you'll hear her talk, so connected to the idea that she's part of a team producing food that, and she says it too in the conversation, people all over the world eat. Viridiana Barajas is our guest this week. She is the office manager and HR person at Royal Dairy in Royal City, Washington. And her boss, the owner of the dairy, Austin Allred, is a longtime friend of hers back to when they were both in school together. Her story of being around producing food her whole life is fascinating, though, too, with her family's background as farm workers who came here from Mexico and all the things she's done and seen. It's a great story. We talk about all kinds of life, including one surprising kind of it's a small world moment, but I don't want to give away too much. So here we go. Viridiana Barajas Great conversation this week. You're going to enjoy it here on the Real Food, Real People podcast. My name is Dylan Honkoop. I grew up on a family farm in Washington, and now it's my mission to invite you along as I get to know the people all over the state who are behind the food that we eat. How long have you been around like food production? Because that's what you guys do here. Yes. Well, I was, I got here when I was eight years old. Mm. So, I mean, obviously, Royal City, you see a lot of orchards, you see a lot of trees. I mean, there's just so much fruit everywhere all the time. Um, My dad and my mom used to work in the orchards. Um, They would bring apples, peaches. I mean, there's just so much things out there that um, they used to work on. So, I mean, ever since I was eight years old, I've been around, you know, like food production. So, so you've been here in Royal City yes, since you were eight. Where correct. Where were you at before? I was in Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was over there, and well, I landed here. So, how, Royal City. How did that go? Like, what's the family heritage and history that brought them here? Um, it was just like what my mom tells me. It was just a friend, um, family. Uh, she knew someone here. They brought her here, and then my mom brought everybody here. So we just ended up staying here in Royal City because mm-hmm. we loved it so much. I mean, it's a small town, but it's nice. I mean, everybody knows everybody. I mean, there's a lot of things you can work on here. I mean, there's just it's just fun. It's just a really, really nice community to live in. What part of Mexico did you come from? Uh, Guerrero. It's so, San Marcos Guerrero. Okay. It's... Um, Blanking it's, on my geography. <laughs> it's like half an it? hour from Acapulco. Okay. Yeah, it's really close to there. So, mm-hmm. it's so really that's nice. quite a ways away. Yes, it is. Do you uh, remember like making that trip? Uh, kind of, not that much, but I mean, it was just, it was hot. 
<laughs> Very hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, like, what What did you guys do in Mexico? Um, what was your What was your family? My doing there? dad owned um, some coconut. Like I want to say like um plantation mm-hmm. like you know um there's, so he was farming there yes too. he he would farm coconuts um what else watermelons i mean melons just anything like so i mean i was around i mean food like fruits over there in mexico as well so so yeah. f- growing food and farming yeah. your whole life basically <laughs> yeah for sure so then how did you make your way to royal dairy because i mean it sounds like you know fruits and stuff in mexico and kind of the fruit yeah community here in royal city when you were younger well, how did you come here i used to work um with my brother he was a manager in one of the orchards here in royal city okay. um and i worked with him for two years just checking people and stuff um then um, I started working at the school district, mm. um, and I worked there for a few years. And um, my brother-in-law that works here in Royal Dairy, they were looking for a secretary here. Mm. So, and I know Austin since I was in third grade. Okay. So that was really, you know, it was just like, oh, now you're gonna be my boss. So it was just, you know, it was really nice. Did you go to school together? Or yeah, we you? went to school together. Okay, we nice. were like, so. I know him for a while now and it was just nice like and now I'm gonna be working in Royal Dairy for three years okay yeah and what so yeah what's your job describe your job because they were looking for a secretary but you do more than just that yeah um um, I usually do a lot of reports on Mm -hmm. feed I mean obviously um we have this program called easy feed that's where usually like all the um feed records goes in i mean just every little detail of what how many cows we feed just what um what they need to be what ingredients they need just mm-hmm. anything and also um i do order i want to say the cow's feed mm-hmm. that's yeah. part of my job as well um just i mean payroll bills yeah. i mean just everything and it's just amazing how you just think about a dairy just mm. thinking like oh you're just milking cows <laughs> no it's not just milking cows there's like so much to throw it like it's just really nice yeah i like it so you get you get to have a lot of variety yes your job. yes i do and it's just you learn a lot like yeah. it's just not you're not just learning one thing at a time you're learning like i don't know it's just <laughs> every single day you're learning something new so it's just nice so what did you learn new today? I learned <laughs> that I have to send every report, <laughs> a lot of reports now. So um, no, I mean, it's just every, like um, once we we have like a, a new program, like there's just not one report, there's tons of reports you can run. And I learned now that you can run for three months all the, like the ingredients the cows ate Mm -hmm. and then how how much per head like how much is the cost for each you know and Mm -hmm. just it's just a lot of information i was just like wow like you can actually get that information it's just one report 
That's yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You're saying you're preparing reports. Like, what's in a report about cow's yeah. feed? Okay, we fed the cows. Yeah. But there's, like, way more to it than that, apparently. Yes, because there's um, different pens. We you know, Obviously, the cows are in different pens, so every pen yeah. has a different ingredient, has a different feed. I mean, it's just... I mean, do you, do you know that cows eat cottonseed? Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I was just like, why do cows eat cottonseed? Because <laughs> that's like a like a byproduct of cotton production. Yeah. Like, it's waste to, the, to those farmers, but it's feed yeah. to dairy farmers, mm-hmm. if I understand correctly. Correct. So, it's just nice, you know, like, you, like, I'm, like I tell you, like, you just learn so much every day. So, that's just the nice part about working, I guess, at a dairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lots of data and yes. time behind a screen. And yes, Cur- yes, for sure. But it's nice. I like it. You also work with the people though too, doing HR, right? Yes, uh, we so with do the, with meetings. The, yeah. Yes. What, what what do you do to work with the, the the workers? Well, we do a lot of meetings, obviously, for you know how to treat the cows. Um, our vet comes in and tells us, you know, okay, there's a different type of um, how we're going to be um, preparing or um, a different protocol for our vaccines for our calves, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have to do meetings and we have to teach them. We have to, you know, like just prepare them on, on how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing um, we do with our employees here. Um, and like I said, like I didn't even know cows needed vaccines. I thought they would just eat yeah. hay and then oh, yeah. they're fine, you know. Yeah. So they're, um, that's another thing I learned here. Uh, with, I mean, every month we have a like we have a monthly meeting with our employees too, just to talk about you know just safety, um, how to take care of a cow. Um, obviously, um, especially on how to treat the cows if they don't want to get up don't make them yeah. just you know to be patient and just to stay calm because obviously they are not going to understand you know if they don't want to do something you can't make them so yeah just to stay patient for with them so that's just something we do and you have to be as an hr professional then kind of the go-between between the boss and the employees sometimes then too yes right? correct yeah so how many employees do you work with um, here in Royal Dairy, we have 64 employees, okay. and in Moxie Dairy, we have 45 employees. Okay. So. And so you're kind of the HR person mm-hmm. with all of them. Yes, correct. So how does that go? You know, like how do you make sure that people are happy with their with what they're doing? You know, or, or deal with any. We you know, have people are people are very interested in like farm workers and making sure that they're being treated well. You know. Yes, um, we have. We always tell them. If you have, you know, something that's worrying you, um, you want to talk about something, or you think we can make your job better or easier, or if we can make just any, you know, any environment where you at like easy to work with, come talk to us. Like we mm-hmm. are open um, to listen and just, you know, be there for them yeah. and just, you know, stay focused on them. So what, what's it like for these workers? Are they happy doing what they're doing? Or are they yes. just kind of putting in their time or like what? <laughs> what I've heard, I mean, they're happy. They love their yeah. job. If not, they wouldn't come back. Yeah. So um, we've had workers here that they have been working here for over 15 years. So 
And I mean, I'm not talking about like two or three. I'm talking about more than 20 wow. of those guys that have been working here for a long time. So yeah. I'm pretty sure and I'm 100% sure they're happy here. So, I mean, they really like it here. So, and I do too. <laughs> well, that's obviously really good to hear. Yeah. What's it been like with COVID? I know that's been oh, a real yeah. challenge like for HR and for a lot of other things in the farm. Yes, that has yeah definitely um we have really been on top of like the guys the employees just you know um stay safe wash your hands um we have you know here um actually on the front door we have hand sanitizers we have gloves we have masks um we have been up to date with every information um We've gone from, you know, L and I or not just anybody yeah. and we keep them on the loop like, hey, okay, this is now, you know, we have to do this now. So please just mm -hmm. try to follow directions. But I mean, here it hasn't been hit as hard as we thought. Like um, maybe Yakima was because yes. things were really bad there for a while, right? In Moxie, yes, it was pretty bad, Moxie. but... Um, here i don't know if it's just i mean we thought because it was a small town just everybody was going to get sick right but um no like it it's been really relaxing about coven so especially here at the dairy like i mean uh, there hasn't been much cases mm -hmm. so or any cases like we haven't heard any you know yeah. just well, it's been really good that's really good mm-hmm I know it's been a concern in other parts of the farm worker community mm -hmm. around the state. I don't know if you hear from other people or if you still have family that's in other parts of the farming community, how people are dealing with that or feeling about what's been going on. I, you know, farms that, you know, have a bunch of workers get sick, you know, what to do, what's the right thing, who, whose fault was it, yes. you know, all this stuff being yeah. talked about. Yeah, for sure. But here, like every time you know a farmer would come in oh yeah there's just this how many guys they're already sick and we're like we're like are we just lucky that our guys are just you know yeah. not getting sick or but i mean it's just nice to hear that yeah. we're okay we're good yeah like we're we're managing to get through this so yeah. it's good do you still have any family in farming um my husband okay my husband he's a manager on not a manager, I'm sorry. Um, he is, I don't know, they just gave him this job that he has to go. <laughs> I don't know, what he hasn't told me, so that's why I'm not sure <laughs> not what is like the um, specific. Yeah, what the job um, title is. Yeah, but he is gonna be going around orchards and checking the apples and just mm. checking on people and just telling the managers on each um, of the orchards, okay, this is the, um the type of color the owner wants yeah. or this is the type you know of this is how big it has to be so he's been um he's going to be actually be going to like ellingsburg matawa basin city just to be checking on that and all over the place yes so has yeah. he has he been doing that before or is this no this is actually his first time because he was a singer Oh before, really? Yeah, before all that, before COVID <laughs> hit, so crazy. Yeah, I know. Like, was he in a band and stuff? Yeah, he was. Um, they would travel a lot. Like, they would go to Mexico. They would go to. They went to Miami twice. Wow. So I mean, they. He was. Yeah, he was all over the place. 
So yeah. was he the lead singer? Yes, wow. he was. What was the name of the band? Los Canarios de Michoacán. Yeah. Nice. So how would you describe the music? Um, it's fun. I mean, they just they're just not home that often. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, yeah. I mean, you just um out on the road. Out on the Yeah, I mean, they are gone f sometimes for like 2 weeks at a time. I yeah. mean, the first time he he was in the band, he was out for like two months at a time so it's just wow. busy busy so covid yes. totally basically shut that down like he, there haven't been concerts have there oh no M the music just i think that's the last phase isn't it just the music yeah. itself like that's no concerts tell. unless you only have like 20 people come or i can't remember <laughs> what the threshold is but what's the point of yeah. having a concert if you're yeah. gonna have lots of people there yeah yeah but it was i mean but now he's out of the band and he got this new job and we're really excited. A friend of mine back in Western Washington who actually grew up in farm working too, his brother does a lot of the like sound and DJing for a lot of okay. bands and stuff all over. And so I, it's been interesting to talk with him too to learn more about the Hispanic community. Okay is so rich with music and like local and regional touring acts yeah i'm i'm jealous of that it's like <laughs> I, I yeah i need to get into that more because yes. that's that's really through a concert and like hundreds of people come i love that yes they do it's it's crowded though sometimes it's just but it's really fun like you just see how it makes people smile like yeah. um like me when i would see you know my husband sing up there and just <laughs> everybody singing and you know they just had this big smile on their face because they're seeing los canarios and you know they're just enjoying their time so it's really nice so how did you meet and then eventually marry a rock star i well <laughs> no i actually met him after he graduated mm. um and well yeah so where then. is he originally from he was born in California, Modesto, okay. California. Um, he used to live in Othello, and then he moved to Royal. Okay. And yeah, and so he's been here since. Local, local boy, eventually. Yes, yeah. And you guys just got to know, was he doing the whole music no. thing then? Mm -mm. Really? No, we had our first baby, and then after that, he just decided to go off. <laughs> that's awesome but yeah i mean yeah it was fun he wasn't like he was on the band for five years first and then he got out for three years and then he came back again but then coven hit so yeah he's stuck with us now <laughs> <laughs> well i will say again you know i the the hispanic community knows so much better it seems how to get together and be social yeah. and have events and party For you know have sure. a good time I, yeah i think the rest of us could learn something <laughs> from that i know it's like oh we're just gonna get do a carne asada it's like 20 people oh, yeah, hey let's do it <laughs> everybody come together yeah it's really nice so what what's at the core of that is it just like family is really important or togetherness yes. or like yeah i feel like family is a big part of just our hispanic culture mm -hmm. um and just being together like we're loud we like to have fun <laughs> and it's just nice how you grow up you know just being around each other yeah and you miss it because i mean me growing up like it was just 
every weekend, you know, like family here, family there. And it's just like, man, people just don't get tired. Like <laughs> just every weekend or every day, like, you know, partying. And, yeah. But I mean, it's just nice to have those memories. Yeah. Like, and now, you know, we can do, we can have the same memories with our kids. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's really neat that you could have that here too, because I mean, you moved away from Mexico so many mm -hmm. years ago, but there's such a strong Hispanic community here. Oh yeah, that there's still that kind of cultural yeah, reality yeah. that you that your family can still be a part of. Yes, for sure. And it's like the fun part about it's that you meet new people, and then it's like your family. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if you're not you know you're not blood, but you're your family now. You're stuck with us, and it's just <laughs> it's just nice. It keeps growing and growing, so it's nice. Well, and we we have to talk about the food too. Oh yes, because let me tell you, I before I came here for this conversation, <laughs> I stopped for food, and I already forget the name of the restaurant in Royal City. Is it La Cabaña? I think so. Yes. Yeah. And I had chili verde there. Okay. Yeah. And it was the best I've ever had anywhere. Really? Not that I'm the most experienced yeah. eater of like Mexican food. Okay. But I've been to quite a few places. And this stuff was amazing. Okay. Oh, well, that's nice because so. my mom's the cook there. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you. Hey. Small that's good. world. Yes, I know. Yeah. Well, whatever she's, she's doing, it's like I could get addicted to that. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh, I've never had anything like that. I know. It's um she's been there for over 17 years. Yeah, so she's a big started. food yeah. person too. Yes, she is. Every Sunday we're at my mom's house. Every single Sunday. And we just love it. Like everybody's like, "Oh, well, what are we going to do mom's mom's house?" And like she cooks for everybody. It's amazing. What's her specialty? Enchiladas. Yeah. And mole. Yeah. Yeah. Those, Those are, are, yes, for sure. What's her mole like? It's chicken mole. It's really yeah. like spicy, mm -hmm. but sweet, mm -hmm. and it's red. Mm. And she makes homemade tortillas, so that makes it, and white rice, the best. Those store-bought yeah. tortillas, sorry <laughs> for folks out there who have those, but they just are not the same, are they? Yeah, no. They can never be the same no. as mm -hmm. real homemade tortillas. Yes, for sure. But yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I knew I was in a community, and I already knew that I was coming into a community that has a strong Hispanic yeah, presence. But when you go to sure. a restaurant like that and sit down and have a chat and eat the food, and it's like, no, this is this is the real deal. <laughs> These people great. aren't messing around yeah. here. Yeah, yes, we do. So yeah, we all like my sister, my one of my older sisters. She actually um, cooks really good. She makes the best tamales ever we love her tamales um and she uh sells uh food in the yeah. orchards as well so nice. like to the people out there like just, working mm -hmm. so what yeah. about you are you a cook um i try <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i mean i my husband thinks i cook really good so i well, mean i'm doing matters, something right? good so yeah I'm still convincing my wife that I'm a good cook. Okay. Because sometimes she thinks I'm doing a good job, but other times she's like, okay, no, like, no. go sit down. <laughs> I know. It's no. usually when I barbecue stuff and make it too smoky. She doesn't okay. like me to make things too smoky. Okay. But no, that, my husband's really good at cook. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to cook, which it's a plus for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
So how many kids do you guys have? Three. You have three kids. Yes. Wow. Two girls and one boy. And how old are they? My son actually turned 13 oh, wow. yesterday. And I have a 12 and a seven-year-old. Busy house. Yes. Crazy. Yes, for sure. It's it's fun. What's that been like with COVID and school and all of that? Oh, have school. you had to like shift to like helping with online yeah. learning and all this crazy stuff? Well, yeah. I mean, it's nice because my kids are really good with technology now. I mean, mm. I, I feel like every kid now, it's like... <laughs> they have to I be, mean, right? They have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been really, really tough on the kids because, I mean, they were so used to being in sports, doing activities, yeah. doing, you know, they're just so busy at school. And I mean, just to be stuck at home for like four months, yeah, I would go crazy too. So, I mean, it's been busy, but I mean, what can we do? Well, did you put your husband to work teaching them since you're yes. like, yeah, well, you can't do, you can't do concerts anymore. Yeah, so. for sure. Like it was it was tough because i mean some of the things now that they're teaching like it's so especially math i mean yeah i was uh, my daughter was like oh we could do this and i'm like that's not how i used to do math <laughs> <laughs> that's like so different now so yeah mm -hmm. and i was never good at math yeah my kids aren't in school yet but i dread those days when yeah. i have to help because i yeah i will be confused right away yeah. i'm talking like when they're doing like third grade math yeah <laughs> it's yeah you just that's how bad at math I and i was just like this is not math what are they teaching you guys over there it's yeah i'm like uh, no i can't so like how big is the school system how big is the city like royal city or what what's the school I district i mean then? we have um our elementary that it's kinder to third grade mm. And then intermediate, it's fourth uh, through sixth, and then middle school, seven through eight, and then just mm -hmm. the high school, ninth through twelfth. Um, I mean, it's growing. Mm -hmm. Like, we have a few houses now, like more houses, and they're building, yeah. I believe they're building 10 more houses here. I mean, it's, I mean, Royal City's growing. It's, there's a lot of new stuff now. Like, how big is a graduating class in the high school? Do you um, know, like, how many kids? I want to say about a hundred or okay, like a couple hundred, like two hundred. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not. I mean, it's I still a small town, now, but not like five people in a class or anything. Well, yeah, like that. I mean, well, right now they're they're back to school, so that's a good thing. They're going um, like they did. They separate from last names, so say group A, it's A to M. And then group B, you know, and it's just two days out a week and online classes. And I mean, like I told my kids, I'm just glad you guys are back in school because I feel like they need it. They need yeah. to go. But I mean, it's everybody's choice yeah. what they want to do. But no, I mean, it's like the I, I, I when I was working at the high school as a secretary, I mean, there were about like four or five hundred kids at the high school i mean not that many so it's a pretty small town still but it's growing it's getting there so it's good has that all that schooling stuff been a, a frustration trying to because i mean the it's not like the dairy shut down you guys you, things yeah. had to keep going here you know because some other people you know their jobs were 
either on hold or they mm-hmm. lost their jobs and so they were at home with their kids kind of thing well you had to keep going to work right yes yeah uh, we didn't stop working but i've heard from a lot you know people that worked at school yeah i mean it was really tough especially the teachers that they had to do like all these online now and just learning like just learning from i mean it was from oh we were going to school every day when okay now you have this program and you have mm-hmm. to learn it in less than a week because you have to do online classes so it's just yeah. it was really frustrating i bet for them so yeah yeah but here on the dairy just keep oh, on no. going you're still at work every yeah. day cows don't stop <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah. your um for talking about the dairy i always have to ask this like what's your favorite dairy product if you guys are producing like all kinds of cheese you're a cheese person yes for sure which kind i love cheese just any type of cheese any type yeah. of cheese like i love well i have to say blue i don't like blue cheese that's just no that's i don't know that's gross i don't know how people <laughs> i don't understand how some people like it either i've never yeah. it just doesn't taste good to me no so yeah but other than that i love cheese yeah a lot of people say ice cream but you uh, but you're, you would no. go for cheese over for, ice cream yes for sure yeah no, i think okay. i'm with you on that yeah okay this past few years i've really been yeah like yeah late at night i'm hungry i just cut myself a few yes. slices of cheese yeah you can eat cheese with like crackers just anything so what does it feel like to be here knowing that this team that you're a part of is producing food for people to eat all over the place it's amazing i mean just to know that all like the product that we do here goes you know all over the world it's just really nice it's a nice feeling so mm-hmm. i love it yeah yeah what where does your milk go into it goes to dairy gold right correct yes that's a, i mean dairy gold's just they make cheese they make yogurt, fluid milk butter, yogurt, yeah. yeah all kinds of stuff yeah all that fun stuff that everybody loves does that kind of up the ante a little bit when you're doing your job to think no this is important because yes i mean just like, anything can go like if you do something wrong just I mean, it's not just one thing. Like, it's mm. a lot of things that, you know, just one thing here maybe went wrong, but that one thing just spreads. And yeah, yeah it's kind of, it's scary sometimes. Especially like have that. food safety stuff. Yes. And because mm-hmm. you guys have to be probably super careful with the milk. Correct. That, yep. I mean, you milk it out of the cows and then it has to be kept cool. And yeah, for sure records for all of that and making sure that everybody's doing their job and the hr stuff and (laughs) so here you are working just just an office job quote unquote but it still touches all these different parts yes it does of making food yeah for sure it's It's crazy scary but i mean like i said it's just it makes it that more fun Mm -hmm. and just exciting um that i mean you just see like even though it's a small town but from this small town like you're like a lot of people are enjoying you know what we do so it's just it's great you're passionate i can see about like making the food being a part of the team that's producing Mm -hmm. food do you like animals do you like the cows they scare me (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i just don't like like big animals like they just freak me out like i mean they're so beautiful and like even horses like i think they're so beautiful but i'm just i can't get near them or 
I like small puppies and that's it. <laughs> that's about it. That's all I'm going to touch and that's it. I love that because normally I come to a dairy farm and I interview a dairy farmer and inevitably they're, oh, they part of the reason they do it is because they love cows. Mm-hmm. And I love dairy farms. I grew up, my, both of my grandparents had dairy farms, but I didn't love the cows. <laughs> and so... Yeah. I, I can I can never resonate with these people who are like I just love working with the cows and it's not like I hate them. Yeah. It's just I'm a little bit scared of them. Yes. I mean and, and then mostly it's just like ah, I they're I mean, in my they're way or beautiful. they're doing something that I don't want them to do and like you said earlier, you can't make them do anything. Yes. Like they're way bigger than you and they will do what they want to do. <laughs> so I've never yeah. been like a cow person. So I'm well, glad I mean, that you admitted that you're. Yes, I mean they're beautiful. I mean, I mean, look what they can do. Yeah. They're beautiful animals, yeah. but I mean, just people like me don't like <laughs> to get near them. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But they're beautiful animals for full, sure. Full disclosure: she yes. confesses she doesn't actually <laughs> like being around cows. No. But she works on a dairy yes, farm. Yes, I do. But then it just goes to show too that producing food and farming is a lot of different things now than just the old farmer in overalls Mm -hmm. with a bucket milking into you know yeah i mean yeah it's fun i i see like i seriously see the employees here they really enjoy what they do and just how um when i even when i talk to them i had this um one of the employees that he has a favorite cow here and he had a name and it's just you know just really nice to yeah. like see that they actually enjoy working with them so i feel like they feel that mm-hmm. the animals feel that and it makes it so much easier for them to work so i mean whatever works yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. well thanks for sharing your story and being willing to have me come in here and no. hear all about it <laughs> thank you i'm sorry i was like a little bit nervous but i just felt really comfortable talking to you and it's just really nice N- nothing yeah. to worry about yeah. at all i, I yeah <laughs> i i am honored when any any of the people that i interview are willing to share their story with me because yeah. it's so personal yeah but that's what that's what i'm interested in. i think yes. it's fascinating oh thank you every every different person's path mm-hmm. to where they are kind of in the food system making food for all of us to eat yeah so thanks oh, for the work that you no. do well thank you thank you for coming here this is the real food real people podcast these are the stories of the people who grow your food honestly i thought Mary was going to s- say that she was kidding when she when i was talking there earlier if you caught it uh, about um some mexican food i was eating there in royal city uh before i had come to interview her before i met her uh and and then she told me oh well that my mom cooks at that restaurant i thought she was just going to be pulling my leg to see what my reaction would be but no it was the truth and it was the coolest thing I'm telling you that Chile Verde was amazing and you need to go to La Cabana in Royal City if you're ever there and have the Chile Verde, even though, as you heard Viri say, her mom's mole is amazing as well. 
Thanks for being here for the Real Food, Real People podcast again. My name is Dylan Honkoop. I grew up as a farm kid, and then after over a decade in media, I realized there are so many stories of this community that I grew up around that needed to be shared, and that's what this podcast is, documenting those stories and my journey to get to know these folks behind our food all over Washington State. We would really appreciate your support. Uh, by you subscribing to the podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or uh, the list goes on from there. Realfoodrealpeople.org is the website. If you haven't been there, go check that out and make sure to uh, follow us on uh, social media as well. Uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at RFRP underscore podcast is the handle to find us on all of those. Also check us out Real Food, Real People podcast on YouTube, where you can see the full video of this episode with Viridiana Barajas at Royal Dairy in Royal City, Washington. The Real Food, Real People podcast is sponsored in part by Save Family Farming, giving a voice to Washington's farm families. Find them online at savefamilyfarming.org and by Dairy Farmers of Washington, supporting Washington dairy farmers, connecting consumers to agriculture, and inspiring the desire for local dairy. Find out more at wadairy.org.